Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most informational, educational, and entertaining podcast for auto detailers. Welcome to the community. Welcome to the Pints of Polishing Podcast. My name is Marshall Hill, and I am journeying with you and Mr. Greg Masterson as we continue to look through industry vibes. More in particular, we're going to look today heavy on social media marketing inside Facebook groups. You can find me at Total Auto Solutions on most platforms. If you are on TikTok, find me at Detail Supply App, or best to shoot me a text, 918 918- 800 Greg can be found on most platforms under Masterson's Car Care. Or if you are on TikTok, please find him at Masterson's Wax. Masterson's and, uh, Car as, Care on TikTok. Oh, I thought it was the other way. Yeah. Okay, my, my fault. My yeah, fault. My good. fault. Uh, and, but the best way, as you said, you want people to give you a call. Give me a and, call. Uh, you what call is your number? Direct. Call us direct and call me, Greg. Area code 562-335-2053 or send me a text, give me a call or text and and get a hold of me direct, answer questions or take your next step to success. Great, Greg. Let's jump right into this. We're talking about how to market inside Facebook groups, the pros, cons, the bumps on the chins, the things that happen for you. How do you value marketing inside these groups? And that's what I want to dive into. So thanks so much for your time. Let's hop right in. And so with marketing, I really truly think people, like you said, need to go to more focused um, macro marketing styles with the online or or micro, like micro instead of the macro, they need to go micro and they need to um, focus on their customer base. Like there's a company out there, Ceramic Pro, and the guy, one of the guys in marketing, his name is Adam Cote. He did a good marketing one. And he realized that in his area, which was San Diego and Los Angeles, that whole area, it's all Teslas. And bro, you don't live out here, but anybody who lives out here, it's all Teslas. Like you can buy a Tesla at the shopping mall. That's where one of the dealers is. And you go outside and they take you out to the parking garage and they have Teslas there to look at too. That's true. yeah, yeah, it's pretty sweet. So everything. No, went, we finally in Oklahoma just got those Tesla charging things like maybe last year. You know, <laughs> they, okay, they have them every We have our first uh, Tesla service place uh, in oh. Broken Arrow, which is basically like a suburb. Okay. Uh, I drove by the other day, really lit up, really nice, but really small. Okay, like, yeah. Here, yeah. here they have Tesla Mobile. They'll just come to your house with, a, with another car and fix your car. It's really crazy. But the Tesla market out here was so big. So they were getting protective items or coatings and window tints and all their stuff like that for their Teslas. And of course, if you have a brand, you're going to listen to other people in your group, because when you have such a unique item, like a Tesla, you're going to listen to other people that have Teslas. You're going to be like, Oh, well, that's not for a Ford. That's for a Tesla. I got to have it. It's for the electric car, not the petrol car and stuff like that. So what Ceramic Pro did, or Adam, it was a, called Five Star Auto Spa. That's a, that was the, the, the brand, right? They connected directly with one of the customers that actually us, the customer actually shops with us on the Northern, because Ceramic, or not the, the Ceramic Pro distributor, uh, Five Star Auto Spa was in like San Diego and we're in LA. So we have a lot of Teslas actually shop at our store. And I'm actually really good friends with uh, uh, one of the, president or like the president or the founder of the SoCal Tesla club. Her name's Marty. And so I got together with Marty and we have Tesla meets over here, but what 
Five Star Auto Spa did was they connected with Tesla and they started marketing directly to Tesla owners through Facebook style marketing, where you focus in on the macro to who you're marketing to. So they were focusing in on like brand Tesla, people that search Tesla on Facebook, people that like Tesla. And they were getting those owners in the San Diego area and they built up a huge clientele of just Teslas. And there's a lot of other people that do this too, like body. I went to a body shop the other day just to get a quote on some paint and I roll up and there was all Teslas in the parking lot. And I was asked for a quote. I said, hey, I just need a quote on some bump, uh, to paint a bumper. They were up the street. And the, it was a new receptionist. And the receptionist told, the, 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 told me that her boss, or she leaned over to the other guy and said, hey, didn't like Rick say that we're only doing Teslas right now? Because like they were marketing to Teslas and it was filling up their business. And you can do that with detailing too. Why not market towards Porsche owners or Mercedes owners, or in this case, Tesla owners. It's a direct correlation. Instead of marketing on Facebook group to everybody, focus it in and track your marketing better, especially if you're a small business, like one or two guys. Definitely. We'll get into some of those, you know, ideas of specific places to go to. I like that. Um, let, let me, let me go back over. Cause I know we kind of ran through a couple of things there and I, I just kind of let you go. Uh, so, but let's go back to negatives, taking stuff on the chin, right? You put out, you, the way you put out information is not the way, same way that many other people would. And that's specifically just the way you, and I say information, I mean, let's just say marketing, right? The, the post that you make is very different than many others. And you go for a shock value. Mm -hmm. um, one other way to do it would be to add value. So yeah. there's, there's two different sides. So mm -hmm. one way that people market would be exactly what you're saying, which is why I love that, that you're here to have this discussion because not many people that put out information in such shock value actually stand behind what they say. A lot of times they just put it out to create the shock, but there's not really any, any you know, backbone to it. Yeah. So, yeah. so that's what I really do appreciate you, Greg. When, whenever you put something out, and people give you slack and people fight back, you know, call you whatever, like you're there to say, Hey, you know, I get it. This is the way I view it. Mm -hmm. um, and so as detailers going into groups that are local, that style could, could be beneficial in the right group. Yes. So if you find, you know, maybe uh, people that are musicians, maybe might find, you know, stuff more shock value. I bet you there's going to be some local shock type places that you could go in and throw in some really good, you know, shocking things out there. Another way might be to do is to go into the groups, uh, uh, you know, with more of a uh, not so shocking. So inside the shock value of what you do, nothing negative, so to speak for you. It's, it's all positive because of the negatives. I feel like this is the weirdest thing about marketing and shock value. You have to grab somebody's attention. Nobody's going to just listen to you just by saying, Hey, what's up? You got to grab somebody's attention. It's like, um, it's like, uh, you know, even out here in California, there's a lot of like transient people that panhandle for dollars. The, the people that panhandle and make the most money always have a sign that grabs the attention like right at the top. It's always like family hungry and then like a bunch of other stuff underneath and only people see family hungry. Oh, family hungry. It's a shock. It hits people with the emotion, right? And, and 
And with any type of communication, you have to hit the ethos, the path pathos, and the logos. If you've never heard about this, you know, it's a communication style where it talks about how you grab the attention of the person and then how you keep the attention and how you build credibility. You have to hit all of those. Okay, and can you can you explain just a little bit of that? Okay, so I'll explain a little bit. So pathos, ethos, logos, I'll break it down. It's more of, and there's like a better little triangle. I wish I could like show the triangle. I'm, I'm gonna pull the, I'm gonna pull it up on my phone so everybody can see the triangle. And then, uh, um, and so this is basically what, while you're pulling that up, I'll, I think I'll try and explain what you're saying. When you're putting out information in marketing form. Okay. So they can go to ethos. Pathos. Leave is, that oh, there for just a second. Leave yeah. it there for just a second. Um, so you have right. your ethos, which is your credibility. Uh-huh. And then you have your emotion and logic with your emotion and your logic. You have to hit, this is, this is something that I'll, the trifecta is, in a sense, Yeah, pretty much. This is designed by like Socrates. <laughs> so that's why we still use it. If I can like thousands, hundreds of years later. And yeah. so um, it, it works like this, right? How do you, you got to grab somebody's attention, right? And so the shock value really grabs them with the emotion. It, it, it takes them with the emotion and it grabs the attention. And then once you have your attention, you have to fill it in with the pathos and the logos. The pathos is the credibility and the logos is the logic. So good example, like, hey, clean your car. Why, you know, your car is being destroyed. And people are like, oh, your car is being destroyed. Wow, that hits you inside because the car for most people is the second biggest investment they'll ever make in their life. So they're like, oh man, the second biggest investment ever like, like is being destroyed. And then that's where you come out with some, the logic. We can actually, how, why is your car being destroyed? Your car is being destroyed because there's UV solar rays, you're driving your car, your stuff on the road is getting on your car, it's eating through the paint, people's paint's falling off, you have to protect it. How do you protect it? And that's where you throw down the credibility of good products, good services, ways to help and add value. The ethos comes with the value. You wanna give value. And how do you give value? By being an authority or by being a professional, being knowledgeable, those all add on there. So even though I add shock value and I'm like, boom, here's some shock value. I always usually follow up with, here's a good way to fix the problem. And here's how we can fix the problem together. And that's why on TikTok, I do a lot of short videos. They're very entertaining, they're fast because TikTok, you only have 15 seconds. But on YouTube, I do like hour long tutorials where we can get that value and the long-term value by going and watching deep in. And you have to market to different customers. So I make different videos for TikTok, different videos for Facebook, different videos for YouTube, because there are different people that watch it. People that, wa people that uh, watch Instagram now are very old. Typically we're very old in the whole social media game. Yeah. And people of our ages watch Instagram and people younger than us watch TikTok. And eventually Facebook and TikTok will go away or Facebook and Instagram will go away and be replaced with TikTok and something else. And uh, we'll, we'll see. Maybe how it's something goes. else that Facebook just buys and maybe they don't ever go away. I mean, that's, you know, <laughs> they are the giant, no doubt. They are the giant. They yeah. are the giant. <laughs> they are the giant. I, I imagine them trying to just buy out the next thing like they did with Instagram. Um, you know, Greg, I can't imagine. Thank you so much for that information. There's, I don't think anybody's ever 
especially if you're a detailer has ever really heard that type of knowledge on why somebody markets the way they do. So that that's awesome. I was going to, you know, was going to go with I, a lot of times I think that I would go more on that ethos side. Mm -hmm. uh, we haven't really ever been a, a shock value really until lately where we've been asking more questions of the overall industry and calling to account um, those that care and don't care. Uh, because as a detailer, I've, I've understood what it means to have somebody on your side and what it means to just be left out uh, to kind of figure it out on your own. The, <laughs> the brands that put out information, the brands that, that give are the brands that care. The brands that go and get their hands dirty, they're the ones that care. And so as we began to put out information like that, we have taken some flag myself personally. And that was, was interesting. We still will be going through it more. And, and I think I've always tried to be more on the, as you're saying, ethos on the value side. I go into groups and I, and you know, as for our community, what we recommend is to go in and really only provide value the best that you can. Go in and comment on people's posts. If somebody yeah. posts a picture of their dog, Go in and say that dog is super cute. Hey, do you ever have problems with pet hair? Boom, right? Yes. There's all kinds of different ways that you can go into these groups. It literally could just be if you have a Cocker Spaniel and there's a you know a New Mexico Cocker Spaniel Club and you're in New Mexico. You know what? That's a really great group to be in. And mm -hmm. don't just always go in trying to do sales. Yeah, Add value yeah. with photos of here's your dog. Here's what you do out walking your dog. You know, yeah. all, a lot of the stuff that I see detailers putting so much energy into putting photos into detailer Facebook groups, they could take those photos or the ideas of the photos, move it around into something that they're passionate about in their life and go interact into other groups and that would be the way of value proposition going into a group. Not yeah. everybody has the marketing skill set, or let's just call it, Greg, the cojones, right? The yeah. cojones to put yourself out like you do, man, yeah. it, it it's, it's really is. I think that's what most people, it slaps them in the face so much that some people just get angry at it and it just, yeah. it hits them at the core and it makes them spat back. So, you know, what you do, not everybody can do. So the way that somebody could go be active in groups is as I think you're ready to hop into, let's talk about how we can provide value in a little bit more. What are some ideas you have that a detailer could go into a local group and provide value? Well, the, as you say that, it has to be a local group that you're passionate about. Like if you're advertising your services, you have to provide value to the group. And, and if like, let's say that you wanna go in the Cocker Spaniel group and, and the like Oklahoma Cocker Spaniel group and in the Oklahoma Cocker Spaniel group, you're gonna talk about how to remove pet hair. They're gonna ask you, what type of Cocker Spaniel do you have? And if you have a Labrador, they're gonna kick you out of the Cocker Spaniel group, okay? Cause you're there trying to sell services to Cocker Spaniels. You don't even own one. You're not even one of the people. They're gonna be like, get out, okay? It, this is how Facebook groups are. It's crazy like that. But if you're passionate about your Labrador and you go to Oklahoma Labrador and they ask and you say, hey, this is my Labrador, Chucky. <laughs> and I use this pet hair brush to take out the pet hair. They're going to be more interactive about that because you're adding value to that. You know, you're removing the, the uh, like Labrador pet hair. Now, this is something that this, I added value. 
I have a Mercedes Benz. I got an SL 55 and I joined a. Well, speaking local- of that, have you found a detailer yet to come clean your car? No, I just still do it myself. Still do it yourself. <laughs> Damn it. Like, like uh, I, yeah, no joke. I wish like this is for uh, real. Like I just, I, I just, uh, it, I, I, I like detailing myself, but in, if, if I had a detailer, it would open up more free time for me. On I know, that's what you just, said. You still yeah, were yeah. saying, you know, Hey, yeah. I just need somebody to come be here on time. Same yeah. time all the time. Somebody, somebody hit me up. If somebody's watching, watching this in California, hit me up for real. Yeah. And my phone number, I just said it. 562-335-2053. Call me. And so the, um, I went into the group and I said, Hey, I have an SL 55. Here's a picture of my Mercedes. I like Mercedes too. And I want to meet other people that have Mercedes. So at my shop that I run here in Anaheim, I put in Mercedes Benz car day and I bought coffee and donuts for all the Mercedes Benz owners in that club. And I told them all come down free. I'm also going to give away $500 in prizes. And I brought a lot of value to the Mercedes-Benz owners. They came down, they were able to have a great time, get free coffee, free donuts, interact with other owners. Yeah, we sold some great products as well during the, the store. We made transactions. Customers were, were introduced to our products, but it was more about adding value to the group. And afterwards, people were like, dude, this is great. I'm so glad I was able to come out and you put on this event. It was free. I was able to have a good time, meet other people. That's the type of value that you want to add. So if you're like a detailer and you have a Corvette, and you're like, man, I love my Corvette. Um, you don't I'm even have it. to have it. I think just being involved in those groups, mm-hmm. like you could go to Corvette. I mean, they're all over it. Every state they're has them, almost every state. Like you could literally just go down Corvette Club yeah. of Oklahoma. You could do now, that. Yeah. Some of them will let you in if you don't have a Corvette, yes. but not all of them. You know, you, you are right. You know, specifically yeah, if you have a certain type of car. Yeah. And a lot of detailers are passionate about their vehicle, you know. So, you know, yeah. it would make sense. Keep going. Yeah. And so the, that's, that's a good way you said it's good to do other groups, but if you're getting into this, start out with something that you're passionate yeah, about, yeah. you know, like if you're passionate about Jeeps, go and you own a Jeep, go join the Jeep group, yep. local Jeep group and talk about, Hey, I, I wash my own Jeep. Here's how I wash my Jeep. People will connect with you on that. You want to connect with that culture, but there's also other groups like local groups. Um, my, though the city that I live in, they have a like Facebook group where um, it's like the residents of that city Facebook group. And they screen everybody to make sure that you're living in that city. They check the person that moderates the group checks your Facebook. Oh, it says they live in this city. Okay, we'll let them in. And they talk about stuff that's going on with the city. Like we have problems with coyotes where I live. And so they say, oh, I saw a coyote walking on the street. Put your dogs inside. Be careful. Right. And they communicate really fast on the group. There's groups like that for other people. Anybody who's watching out there, there's groups like this for you in your city. Go on there and say, hey, I run a business out of this city. I'm going to offer you guys a discount. If you're a, um, you know, what, let's say your city, if you're, a, if you're a Tulsa, Oklahoma resident, come down and we'll give, you know, show proof of your residency and we'll give you 20% off any services. It's a great way to interact and meet new customers. Yeah. Definitely. And, and don't always have to, you know, don't always have to throw out, um, this is, this is the difference in, in, uh, multiple forms of marketing. And here's what I want to say. And some people would say, I'm messing up the term marketing. There's, there's a part of when you're going into these groups and, and leaving content 
Greg is absolutely right. There are times to go in and say, hey, this is the way I do it as a detailer. Here's my number if you need help. There's also plenty of times like days on in, weeks on in that you might not go in and go hardcore with a sale, yeah. right? You know, those, those are salesy type, um, you know, questions. Those are for a reason to get somebody to buy your service. You need those. The way to start getting some of that would be that you would not even talk about sales and just talk about whatever's in the group. And like I said, the hardest part and, and uh, Greg, this is from uh, this is, this is a, an old school uh, approach from our, our boy, Gary V. Uh, he called it the dollar 80 strategy. I used it very heavily on uh, Instagram. Uh, we still do, but you know, as I've diversified my time, I'm not as heavy on it. I'm probably more like a, you know, a 20 cent a day instead of the full dollar 80. But, but the idea is to go into, you know, local groups, local people's pictures, local people's stuff going on and leave a comment that produces a good value. It has nothing to do with you. Maybe it maybe just has to do with, and let's talk about cars. If you're in the car group, you talk about, oh man, I love that 67 Mustang. It just looks so beautiful. What kind of paint did you put on, you know, or, Hey, I just saw you redid your leather seats. You know, who'd you use? literally just stuff like that. Uh, and you'd leave a dollar 80, two cents at a time, uh, worth of content out to build value in a sense of brand awareness inside those groups. Yeah. And then, and then when you make that post that goes, Hey, I'm trying to remove this dog here because I have a, sh you know, whatever. And I'm in this, you know, all that, that you just said, it really gets that out there to fish, yeah. maybe a better chance to pull a big one in. So yeah, hey, Greg, a lot of great information. I really do appreciate it. I really do appreciate it. So when, when you've done this, uh, we've talked about the negatives. Um, we've talked about, you know, some very good, you know, practical things for, for detailers to do. I'm gonna give you just a closing, you know, a couple of minutes to just say overall, you know, how great is it to be marketing in groups versus other forms of marketing? Marketing in groups is very important. It, it's a seriously important thing that everybody should focus on. Uh, and the comments, what you said about the comments is very important. Something that a lot of people talk about is if you are running a business or you're running a page, reply to every single comment. Even if it's a good comment or a negative comment, just put a reply because People will see your reply. It gets shared. And the cool thing about commenting on groups is sometimes if the groups are public groups and you make a reply, your reply will come up on like thousands yep. of other yep. Facebook pages yep. by the algorithm on that. Now, yeah. we're in a time right now where this is going to change like in the next like year, two years. It's not going to be as strong as it was before, but you need to ride that wave now because that wave is going to disappear. It's going to, a different wave is going to come. Like, I feel like TikTok is so organically big for me, but even eventually I feel like in the next year, the TikTok wave will ride down and something else will apply, fix that. So keep commenting. And it's all about consistency with the marketing. It has to be done every single day over and over and over again. And I tell everybody this, once people stop seeing you, they'll forget about you. And yep. they forget about people really fast. Do you know Very how long it, do you know how long it takes to kick a habit? Uh 21 days. 
yeah and and like it's even like like it's 21 days or form or a habit i think it's yeah. form a habits 21 days i yeah. don't know about kicking a habit yeah. i don't know about Kick, kicking a the habit. kicking the habit the crazy thing is that it's only like a week that yeah. you start forgetting about it right mm -hmm. like it's that's why people in relationships like they can get a new boyfriend they, they can be married for like 40 years and then get divorced and have a new boyfriend or girlfriend within like a month they're like well you were married that long why can you just start dating somebody like that it's because within like two weeks you start to forget about something because you didn't mm -hmm. see it you didn't experience it you didn't feel it and that's happened that's very more powerful with social media it takes 16 times it used to be eight you know it used to be eight times people needed to see something eight times before so 16 now now six it, this tony robbins said it was 16 on like a on a presentation was only like a year ago so it went from eight to 16 in just a couple of years i'm like yeah. well let's cut let's cut it in the middle let's just say it's 12 or something like that right that's still a lot but you only have to like not see something like twice and you'll forget about it just like that boom out of your mind and so if you're not posting on social media being on social media exposing yourself over and over and over again people will forget about you very quickly you ever been on facebook and you ever been like hey i haven't seen johnny on facebook in a while and you have to go back and like search johnny on facebook yeah. and be like dang the last post johnny made was 2018 no wonder i forgot about johnny he hasn't posted on Facebook in like three years yeah. and it'll go back like that, you know? And then that it's the same thing with your business post every day, comment on stuff. People will remember you. That's the, that's the number one thing I can say. Be out there I, to love be it, man. I love it. I, I, I don't know what else there is to say, man. I, after, uh, after all the information that's been put out here, I think it's probably one of the most technical and yet most informational uh, marketing podcast that maybe any detailer will ever hear. So thank you so much Good. for your time, Greg. Share uh, this. Really, really do appreciate this, it. If you're seeing this video, share this out there to all the other detailing groups out there and uh, get the knowledge out there because the more we get the message out there, the more you grow and the more success have you happen to watch the viewers. Hey, we, we all do. That's why we have, you know, a community. We believe in togetherness. Um, you know, we have been putting this out and as sad as can be that mobile tech was, you know, canceled last week. Yeah. Uh, you know, we have had right regular... after we talked about that. Do what? We talked about that on the last. Oh podcast. yeah. Yeah. You asked uh, about and mobile then, tech, it, yep. and then one day later or yep. something, it was like uh, canceled. Now, yep. what do you think about that? Do you think that that, do you think they should have done it earlier? Because I was talking to another detailer, friend of mine who runs another company. It's called SB3 coatings. And he was telling me, we were just on the phone. And he was telling me that they invested $5,000 into just housing yeah. for their, for their crew. Yeah. And yeah. now they can't get it back. Can't cancel. Yeah, it was too I, close. I, I know. I sent him a message too. When I saw that comment and I said, you know, Hey, you, you know, hopefully I, maybe I didn't say that. I think in my mind, I wanted, if I knew his number, or if I knew something I was going to off, but I, I don't know him. So I think that's why I think maybe I did pause on what I was going to say, because, you know, you don't always people don't always understand, you know, yeah, if, yeah. if you know, I, and I thought maybe that might have sound, but I was like, hopefully there would have been some of uh, or it might not even be too late when we did an Airbnb. Uh, we bought um, we bought trip insurance late, but uh, we could still buy it. And then that way we could cancel because. Uh, 
you know, I, that, so I don't know if it's too late for that or not, but uh, you know, that would be one option. There's, there's definitely plenty of people that uh, you know, we, we had expenses too. A lot of people had expenses and, and a lot of people threw weight against MTE. Yeah. And they blamed them for it. They can't blame, and, they can't beat them for it. It's just the situation. And you can't, you can't. I mean, if, if people would have still, if brands would have still said they were going, MTE was ready to go. I mean, we had different, we had plenty of documentation from them on site at the hotel. Cleanliness was there. The is Marriott, right? So, so do you think Marriott is going to be concerned about cleanliness? Yes. Oh, hell yeah. So there was the most clean said they were walking around every hour spraying sanitizer and wow. cleaning everything. Okay. So it wasn't really mobile tech's fault. You know, of course it's late, but it was their what hand was, the was pushed. Their hand was pushed by by groups and individuals, associations, and people people bailing. Was you it know? people bailing that ha- they just it collectively not people as in detailers or technicians? It was brands. It was companies that were that were removing themselves from the yes. show booth. Okay. Yes. Now, we're, I think I think here's a good spot to end this because today is January thirteenth, twenty twenty one. And the question we will be asking right now that everybody will be asking for the next nine months, will SEMA 2021 mm-hmm. yep. be canceled? What do you predict at it? So we can watch this Shit, later on. <laughs> uh, will it be canceled? Will it be, will it be canceled? And the second question is, do you think they should just cancel it now? So I'm, I'm going to go with mobile tech first because mobile tech Vegas happens before SEMA. Okay. Um, Mobile Tech Vegas, uh, a month and a half or so. It's August. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's late August. So I'm going to vote yes. I'm going to vote Mobile Tech Vegas happens. Okay. uh, That people in the industry will step up, that brands will step up and support, and that they will show up. And if they don't feel safe sending team members or employees, the owners themselves will come down to the playing field. And the owners will get their hands dirty and the owners will be there if they care. And so I think that they will. And I think there's plenty of individuals that own companies that do care and they will step up. They will be there. And uh, yeah, I think the industry will continue to go to mobile tech Vegas. And then once mobile tech Vegas proves itself, then yes, I think that it's a natural progression to continue on into SEMA. Okay. Yeah, I, I I feel you on that. I I personally I I want to be going to SEMA. I want to be going out, but my prediction is that they're gonna cancel it. Yeah. That, it that it's gonna get canceled. SEMA 21, 21. I'm throwing it out there. I don't want it to be canceled. SEMA, if you're watching this, I don't want your show to be canceled. But I just have the weirdest prediction mm-hmm. that it's not gonna happen. This well, year. and I think your prediction has a lot of weight to it because if you look at who shows up to SEMA it's usually massive, large scale companies who are heavy weighted down going into a tough time, right? So, yep, it's gonna be tough. Very, very tough for these big brands with heavy budgets and a lot of team members. Yep, you're absolutely right. So a show (laughs) like Mobile Tech, boy, a show like Mobile Tech has a lot more value because it's a much smaller group of, of companies that can come down. And like I said, you don't have to take your team members. 
if you care, the owners themselves will be out on the playing field trying to grow the industry and not shrink it. So, yeah, I like that, Greg. I, I like love that to a lot. See, you know, we'll talk about this later on because, like, I feel that SEMA value is dissipating and SEMA needs to do something to pick that value up, back up. Before, there was a lot of value, but 2020 happened and the value went down. Like it didn't just drop a little bit. It, I feel it dropped significantly the value of SEMA. And SEMA as a brand needs to turn up the value some way uh, to evolve the show. The show will not be what it was no. before. No. It need, Something needs to change. Because I remember going to SEMA and I'm short. Like I'm only like 5'8". And I can't see anything because there's so many people inside. You can't, I can't see. I, I literally have to like take a little step to look over things, you know? And that's too many people in this type of situation that they're going to allow. And they were already allowed. They, SEMA was already doing everything to cut the people down. They, they were like, they, you go into SEMA, they were like papers, papers. It was harder to get, it, it, it was harder to get into SEMA than crossing the Mexican border. Like, like it's that, it was that hard. They ask you for like so many. You got to do it every year, every year. I've never understood why you don't just say my fucking information so I can just click a button. Like every year, same information every year, every year. And then, and then not even just to get in, to get your ticket. It's like to get your ticket. They need like three sets of residency, your social card, your birth certificate. And then they need a business card and a payroll. And then when you get there, they still check your tag. They still check your ID. And the show was still packed 2019. That thing was still, you know? So what's going to happen in the future? I don't know. How do you limit those many people coming? How do you, what what about the international travel? Yeah. All these questions. I'm wondering. It's it's crazy. But I'm going to be thinking about that nonstop. It's parked in my head. It's yep. not free parking in there. Well, when you think of SEMA, <laughs> that's a great question. SEMA 2021. And uh, when we think about that, we definitely got to look at Mobile Tech Expo Vegas 2021 to yeah. Uh, yeah. to see that launch, hopefully uh, get kicked off. Greg, thanks again for your time. Thanks Much appreciated. Um, and uh, and uh, thank you very much. Enjoy, enjoy your night. Enjoy your night. Thank you. <laughs> episode over. Leave us a review and we will see you on the Community Pub Wednesday nights at 7.30 Central. The Zoom meeting ID is 918-800-1188. That's the Community Pub Wednesday nights, 7.30 Central. The Zoom meeting ID is 918-800-1188. Grab a pint and enjoy. Mm -hmm.